Hey marketers, if you want to get the latest news, trends, and insights in marketing, advertising, and tech, check out the Adweek Podcast Network. Learn from leading voices across media and marketing with original shows like Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, Marketing Vanguard, and Tech Magic with Kathy Hackle. Start listening now by searching Adweek wherever you listen to podcasts. My dad works in B2B marketing. He came by my school for career day and said he was a big ROAS man. Then he told everyone how much he loved calculating his return on ad spend. My friends still laugh at me to this day. Not everyone gets B2B, but with LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people who do. Get $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Hi. You're listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad. Uh, it's a show about, what is it about, Colin? Pop culture, advertising, marketing. Film, technology, and Chaos. brand activations. <laughs> because in the end, everything is an ad. Um, I'm Katherine Lundstrom, not your usual host. I'm Adweek's sustainability editor, and I'm here with Colin Daniels. Hello, I am Colin Daniels. I'm one of the digital editors at Adweek. Yeah, and we are here doing a special South by Southwest edition of Yeah, That's Probably an Ad. Um, the hosts aren't here to keep us, you know. The kids are driving the bus. <laughs> the kids are the driving, kids the, bus are driving the bus. Um, so, yeah, uh, I guess come on for the ride. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Taking Texas Tech. <laughs> so, uh, Colin, um, I, well, I live in Austin. Uh, I've been here about eight and a half years. Um, Colin has also lived in Austin. Yeah, it's um, been, I left here 2014 yeah. from Southwestern. So, yeah. Yeah. Was a volunteer back in 2012. Yeah. Tell us about South by Southwest. Oh, my gosh. You guys, back then, not to, like, say it was crazy. Because they would come to recruit us, like, in September, sign up. And I'd be like, yes. I get to see everybody, and they're like, JK, you got to volunteer 17 plus hours till you get a ticket. <laughs> um, but no, it was so fun, and I feel like, for me, as like a college student here, like it was the great experience to get that exposure and meet a lot of the brands and companies and artists and stuff that I dreamed about working with the media, so like I always thank South By for like being that entry point into yeah, the industry for totally. me. totally. Such a good place to network and stuff. Um, so how has it changed between your first South By and this year? I mean, I feel like the first one, I don't know, like, maybe because I was, like, 19. I feel like it was so huge and just, like, we had, like, big, big people coming and stuff. And it was just, like, overwhelming. And I feel like as I got into, like, got into it more and kind of saw how it was orchestrated and stuff, I wasn't as scared. But the first one was so intimidating. I was like, HBO and Showtime are here. Like, rawr, they're scary. Um, but I feel like now it's a lot more relaxed. Everybody's chill. People just want to, like, hang out, network, open bar. Yeah, for sure. So this is the first... Well, so I guess we, South By was back in person last year after two years off. Um, in 2020, I was here, and we were supposed to have a whole crew come down from New York for Adweek to cover <laughs> um, the festival. It was supposed to be this... It was supposed to be so exciting. And, of course, um, it was canceled about a week before. It was, I know. I remember it being Friday the 13th and being just, like, so, <laughs> so dark. And um, everything was canceled. Nobody came. Um, and then 
Uh, it was a huge hit for the city. I mean, South by generates. In 2019, it generated like 356 million for the city, um, and then in in 2021, uh, pandemic was still kind of raging. It um, went all virtual, and then last year it was back in person for the first time. But it was still kind of like people were deciding right beforehand whether or not to come, and um, it definitely didn't feel quite the same. Um, I think it generated 280 million for the city, so um, better, you know, than nothing, of course. Um, but it was it was definitely different. This year feels like it's back. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely, I feel like there's like part, I feel like there's so many more parties. There's, I feel like more people here, even though it's been like forever since I've been here, but I feel like there's like more people here. Everybody's out. Like we're not like going out or we're not going in early. I feel like there's so many more activations, like the cool Transformers one. Yeah. Tell us about the activations you've been okay, to. Let's see. The Transformers one I went to, that was really cool. I was like, is that Optimus Prime in the middle of the street? <laughs> uh, yeah. I rode past that on my bike and was like. I didn't see it at first. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah, it, was, it was huge. I was like, what is this? And so there was that one. Um, the Lush one was really cool. Yeah, you got um, covered in glitter. Yeah, so, like, you walked in, and they, like, sprayed you with uh, <laughs> with glitter. They partnered with Glitterbox, so that was really cool. Um, Australia House was awesome. I'm a little biased. Uh, that <laughs> yeah. one was amazing. We have yeah. coffee. Come by, come mm-hmm. by and see us. Um, what else? Yeah. yeah, I saw the Showtime activation, which was pretty big. That's in, like, Fair Market, which is, like, the place where they had the... Where HBO did the big Game of Thrones one, Bleed for the Throne, back in the day in, like, 2018, I want to say. So Showtime took over that same space. It's, like, a big warehouse space. And, um, like, a bunch of the cast were at the opening party, which was exciting. Um, You got to eat some meat that they promised you was not human meat. I don't know if you've seen the show, but um, there's, like, some cannibalism <laughs> stuff that goes on the show. So they were serving meat <laughs> with like all this like decor around it that looked like suspiciously like human bones. So that was a little creepy. Um, but there was like there was like axe throwing and all this stuff. It was it was pretty cool. It was very it was very immersive. Like that was like one of the big activations that felt like, you know, this is serious experiential marketing. Come on, Zena Warrior <laughs> Princess <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that one. All, and then Roku City was like also super cool. Um, it was just like this like really like magical mashup of all things purple, and you kind of got to walk into the city. Um, Did they give you like, a free TV? That's what I want to know. They gave out free Rokus, but somehow I missed that. I went out the wrong way, I think. <laughs> but but it was like cool. There was like there were all these actors that were like like really excitedly like welcoming everybody in and I was just like I forgot to like video the beginning because I was like so overwhelmed and excited by all the people that were (laughs) putting like like jewels on my face and like yeah it was very cool um and you got to like there were like different parts of it like you were walking through the actual Roku city like there was a part that was like France and then um yeah I don't know and then you got to sit on a big purple sofa and eat popcorn we love to see and the thing that I really like about the different activations is because coming into it, like, the fear of the recession and stuff ahead, I feel like I was worried that a lot of brands and stuff were going to bow out early and kind of scale back. But it was nice yeah. to see that they all still were fully invested in reaching the audiences here and really putting their money into really seeing the value and 
why being here is important. So I was really glad to see that. Yeah, I would definitely say that it seemed like the brand activations were mostly streamers, um, which I, I know like the industries that have been harder hit are like, you know, tech and there's not. So, you know, like I didn't. I had, we're kind of talking to some folks beforehand about, like, what we should expect. And some folks are saying, you know, like, it might be a little uncomfortable to see some of these companies that just <laughs> saw big, la- like, massive rounds of layoffs then coming to South by and, like, being really splashy, putting in a bunch of money. Um, so I do feel like there was, like, a little bit of hesitation from some of those companies. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, like, it's... You plan for something like South by so far in advance, and you can't, like, you're already kind of invested. I was speaking with um, somebody at Slack about their activation because they have a pretty big footprint on 3rd and Congress downtown. And, um, you know, he was kind of like, this was something that we've been, we had in the works for a long time, and they're a super sponsor of South by. Um, so it's like they had some layoffs, um, and their parent company, Salesforce, had some layoffs in, in January, but it's just like, you know, you can't plan invested. for everything. Yeah, right. It's like too late. Right. Um, cool. So what kind of panels have you... I mean, well, I saw your panel, of course, at the <laughs> yes. Australia House. And you did... Ama- I mean, you're like the most charming moderator ever. Stop. <laughs> Goals. Go on, go on. No, it was really cool. Um, yeah, our panel was on storytelling, creativity, and tourism marketing, which was really cool. Um, I haven't been able to see a lot of them yet. Um, hopefully I do today now that I'm not moderating or do anything so there's a lot of cool ones that are coming up today and the rest of the week that I have my eyes on and I'm always just curious to just see how like people are like coming with like different marketing initiatives and intuitive stuff like how the one I was talking to earlier was like yeah we're really pushing our money into Twitch and streaming and all that stuff and I don't know much about that and I think just seeing how people are reaching new audience and especially like younger ones in different spaces is really cool and just seeing like their concepts for it's fascinating so I'm going to be going to all those yeah. see what's going to be going on. Very cool. Yeah, I've kind of, I wanted to do a lot of stuff on the climate change track, which is pretty big this year. Um, and I've hit a few things. I went to go see, um, I got to see Dr. Catherine Hayhoe speak at the Dell Technologies thing. And that was very cool because I'm kind of Come on, kind of fan, a fan girl. Come on, fan girl. <laughs> I'm like the dork here. It's like the scientist was so cool. Um, <laughs> but that was really awesome. Um, and then, yeah, and then Dell hosted this dinner and I got to see some like very cool climate creators speak. So that was also cool. Um, there's quite a bit of like sustainability focused stuff uh, that I feel like. I, I don't know if it's like I don't I don't I'm not sure if it if in the end we'll feel like that was like the main like theme. I feel like at the end of every South by you look back and you're like okay there were some strong themes that like kind of carried you through. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure whether that'll be one that it obviously feels like one for me because that's what I'm focused on. But um, I'm not sure if overall that's necessarily what we're gonna think about. When I was talking with folks about these big um, activations, I, I asked, you know, like, what is your sustainability plan? Um, and kind of like, what, what's going to happen to all this stuff that looks really cool in the moment, but like, you know, how is it mm-hmm. made? <laughs> what materials did it come from? Like, what's the stuff going to, what's going to happen afterwards? Um, and not very many of them had a, like a robust answer for me. Um, Slack is kind of working on repurposing a lot of that stuff. They did, like, create a lot of the, like, modular stuff that they put together. Um, 
that can be reused later on. And that is something that I think a lot of experiential marketers are, are thinking about. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, it's not really on par with, um, I wouldn't say that South by Southwest is really on par with like something like outside lands in San Francisco where like 96% of the trash is diverted from landfill. And, um, you know, there, there are, there are ways to really reduce the footprint of a big event like this. And I, I don't know that South by is quite there. I mean, we are in Texas, so. <laughs> Listen, that's a whole nother. <laughs> yeah. So what, what have you been your like key takeaways so far? I feel like what's been really cool for me is just seeing how a lot of brands and stuff are a big thing for, cause I've been on the like tourism marketing stuff. Everybody's like been on the, the quote unquote the big reconnect and really been pushing and like connecting and not just reaching people in the digital space, but like really getting people to, to experience things like whether it's travel or staycations. Like I went by the um, visit um, Irving booth and we were talking about like she's like, oh, it's grown like they have now a cool river walk and stuff. So whether it's like you're exploring outside like the, the state or going elsewhere, I feel like people are now just like hey, like, it's now time, the moment's now, like, use that time to get outside, connect with yourself, connect with others, like, don't, we've been, like, in the pandemic for God, three years, so everybody's like, okay, we gotta, like, push ourselves out and get out there, so I feel like that's been the major theme I've seen in the marketing realm, just, like, pushing out, getting out, getting connected. I got my passport renewed. Listen, that counts. Where you going? <laughs> Where you going? <laughs> well, hopefully, hopefully France later this year. Oh, you better we'll visit see. the Visit we'll France see. booth. <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, sponsor me. Um, just kidding. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash generate to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash generate. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Um, cool. So, so South by Southwest has been going on for like 36 years, um, all in Austin, Texas, um, except for, you know, those couple years of pandemic. Um, and it's like grown massively, um, like what was it, like 280,000 people come to this event. Um, and now it's expanding to another event. It is. Tell us about that, Colin. South by Southwest Sydney 2023. Sponsor me, send me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's really cool because um, I'm just interested to see how it's going to reach like the, that part of the world in that region and kind of also see what brands are going to really be like, hey, we want to put ourselves in front of this market and really reach this target demographic. So I'm I'm really curious to see like what types of activations they're gonna have, what brands totally. are gonna go, <clears throat> are they gonna justify like being like oh that's so worth like sending half our team to Sydney for this event and stuff. So I'm just uh, curious to like as the announcements roll out for the programming for that like what types of programming we're gonna see for interactive music and marketing and agency, and then also like what types of companies are gonna be there and how that's gonna 
kind of connect with like what we do here in Austin. And kind yeah. of see it. And that's in October. In October, correct? Yeah. yeah. Cool. I I think it'll be really interesting because I feel like Austin is kind of a unique city. I mean, it's grown a lot, obviously, as South by has grown. Um, but it's you know uh, over a million people. So like not like a not like a it's not like a big big city. You know, like it's a it's kind of a funny. It's quirky. We have home slides. Yeah. We have Kirby Lane. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it'll be interesting to see how South by kind of meshes with a with a city like Sydney, which is like in my mind bigger and more. I don't know. I don't know any. Sydney's don't, amazing. Don't tell I me about that. You need to tell me yeah, about it's us. Like, really. it's, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm just curious to see like how marketers and how they're going to reach that, and then also just see it from their standpoint how they're going to put their stamp on it and make it their own. Yeah. Like, I feel like South by, like, here, like, Austin and has made it its own thing, also, like, that touch of it, but I'm just curious to see how, like, Australia and Sydney's going to really make that, like, their thing and really market it for not just them, but also how they want to present themselves to the rest of the world. Yeah. Yeah. To kind of loop back around to, like, how the city experiences this festival, um... I talked with a few agency heads beforehand, um, folks who are, like, based in Austin. Their agencies are based here. Um, just kind of about, like, what, you know, what does it mean for an ad agency that's based in Austin? Um, sometimes, at least me being down here, I'm, like, the only person from Adweek who's <laughs> based in Austin. And I, I always call myself the sole member, member of the Austin Bureau, which isn't as funny anymore now that, like, everybody's remote. Like, yeah, I know. Same. <laughs> um, but... Um, like, sometimes it's like, okay, everything's happening in New York or L.A., and I'm just, like, down here. I get all these invites to things <laughs> that are happening in New York. <laughs> yeah, cool, thank you. I can't be there. Um, but it's really fun to have, you know, to, like, be the host mm -hmm. for once. And that's kind of what these um, folks said to me, too. Um, that it's it's just exciting to, like, get to, like, host the industry. I think um, Maria from GSDNM was like, you know, this is, like, literally my favorite time of year. <laughs> this is, like, so fun to, like, host everybody. It's, like, crazy busy and, like, wild, but, like, so much fun. Um, we went to GSDNM's party last night. First of all, their backyard's a legit backyard. You could yeah. That could be an event space. That's, that's the first time I've been to GSDNM's party, which is, like, kind of, you know, uh, I guess it's... It's well known as being a good time, but um, it was like a it was like a whole block party yeah, slash it was festival. A, it was a thing. It was like Coachella scaled down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but they had a pretty cool like Bloody Mary bar. They're like uh, they were. Um, I don't know exactly how they're involved. I don't want to mess up the terminology or the like wording here, but they were um, working with the. There's a bill at the Texas. Uh, legislature right now to get rid of the um, tax on period products because like I don't know if you knew that there's a luxury tax on tampons so they did this whole Bloody Mary bar to kind of um, highlight that and like and um, I guess raise awareness, a, yeah, yeah raise awareness about this bill too mm -hmm. that like hopefully is is moving through the Texas legislature um, and it, it was it was great. It was like you was know so fun, tampons yeah. everywhere, and like then you're drinking the Bloody Mary, and it's like <laughs> all the, lovely. All the, all the fun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so that, that was cool. Um, Preacher, another uh, indie agency. So GSDNM is an Omnicom owned, um, pretty biggish agency in Austin. But then Preacher's a um, newer, 
I think they're like 10 years old, independent agency in town. And they had a party too, which was, I don't know my days anymore, but it happened recently. What did you have? Where was it? It was the deep. It, it was at their office on Riverside, um, which was, it was a blast. They, this, I've been to a couple of their other parties, not during South By, but they know how to throw a party. There was a cow there. A cow? Yeah. Named Jolene. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> she, she was really cute. <laughs> and, and there was a Dolly Parton and the, and the Jolene. The, it, was, it, was, it was really something. I'm just picturing the cow in, like, a blonde wig with a cowboy hat. <laughs> yeah, basically just, that. Just performing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that, what what parties have you been to? Where have I been? Well, I had the Australia House. We had our kickoff when I'm mixing up days. I feel like it was Sunday night where we had one of the local bands from um, Australia come down, um, King Stingray. They were phenomenal. So that one was so much fun. Um, and apparently people stayed till 2.30 a.m. Wow. And they had to, like, actually usher people out. Like, I left at a godly hour at, like, 9.30 to go to Lush's party next door. But people were there till 2.30, and I'm just like, this is why we all can't wake up for our panels the next day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I also was on the struggle bus one morning. Uh, it, was, it was rough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm learning my lesson. This is how to do South By. And I'm learning what, not, what to do and what not to do when you're <laughs> working South By. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. There, we also didn't talk about Terry's panel yet. We had two oh, other colleagues goodness. in town um, who have now left us to fend for ourselves here. <laughs> They're like, um, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Shannon hosted a panel um, with uh, the CMOs from different Inspire brands. It was like KFC. And I want to say... I don't remember. I don't want to say the wrong ones. They, like, email you back. They're like, um, (laughs) it was not us. But it was fast food brands and talking about um, brand loyalty. And I had a booked schedule at the time, but it was, I heard it was incredible and, like, packed. Because, obviously, like... We love fast food. (laughs) And Shannon is just an incredible moderator. So um, I heard it was a very, a, a huge hit. She looked incredible too. I did an icon in herself. Yes. Let's just <laughs> let's have that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and then Terry Stanley, our other colleague who is based in LA, came out. She covers cannabis and alcohol, all the vices. She's on the like fun beat. Um, but she did a panel about cannabis marketing. It was focused on um, there was some pun about a bite because it was focused on edibles. Um, and I learned about a, a, a record-breaking, huge weed brownie. <laughs> it was like had like twenty thousand milligrams of THC in it. That is chaos. <laughs> that is chaos. chaos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was really cool. It's like that was a fascinating panel. I did get to that one. It was fascinating because it was like, you know, you're marketing in like a really unique landscape the regulatory landscape is like all over the place it's patchwork it's confusing um you basically have like very few channels that you can actually work in um but yeah it was really it was really fascinating um cool but what were some of your key takeaways like if someone's listening they're like cool like love that you guys were there like what would you tell them is like the reason why i feel like i talked to a lot of people are like this is the only conference my company sends me to or 
I don't know which conferences to go to in totally. my realm. So, like, what would you tell them would justify spending that enormous well, amount of money? Well, you shouldn't ask me about your financial decisions, because I don't know. <laughs> but when I asked other people about this, <laughs> what they told me was that, like... Um, like I spoke with um, Pooja Vora at um, Showtime, who kind of does their, their brand marketing, and she was kind of the mastermind behind this Yellow Jackets thing. Um, and I was like, okay, what, like, what's unique about South By? And she talked about, um, I guess she, she, she was kind of talking about how it compares to things like San Diego Comic-Con and like um, Sundance and like different things where brands like hers will activate. And she was like, you know... South by is a really unique cross section of people. Like it's not just industry folks. It's like also a bunch of like music and film people. So you have like a strong like like cultural presence. Um, and it's a really so it's it's you get all the industry folks because they're here for the the brand and and ad track. And then you you also get to kind of speak to the audience of of Austin, Texas, um, which. I mean, I might be kind of biased, but I think it's pretty cool. And then um, all of these music and film folks who are like, you know, the creators of culture as much as, if not more, than brands are. Ooh, is that a hot take? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I feel like that is Somebody true. Like, I feel like you, like the exposure you get, like you meet so many people, you're like getting first in. So instead of like sending out a blank email to say if I have indie film and I'm trying to get it in front of a Showtime or an HBO, like I can come here, actually have a, have a drink with them, talk to them, really get to know really? like who's who and whatever. Yeah. And if, or if I'm an up and coming musician, like I can come here meet and kind of talk to other musicians who are going through the same thing I'm going through or yeah. whatever industry. So I feel like it's a good like first impression, get first step to kind of meet the people who you email or just want to, like kind of built that connection and uh, your network in itself also. Yeah. So I guess, it, yeah, like as a brand that's coming, it's like, okay, there's a really unique audience here. Um, and then if you're like an agency, I spoke with um, Mickey Ogondo, who's the um, CEO of Bakery, which is another indie Austin agency. Um, and he was telling me how like, you know, there was one year he's at South by like he, his, his, hack is to like not plan too much and like kind of just like go with the flow and like you know choose your own adventure (laughs) um but he said that he just like ended up in a conversation with somebody at nike and then like five years later he's working with nike and so like it's like these things that kind of you know i guess that's how networking works and like you know ideally that's how it works and there's so (laughs) many different people here um and so many different ways of connecting you know whether it's like just like at the bar at the Four Seasons or like at the White Horse <laughs> or like which is a honky tonk on the east side which you should go to if you haven't yet. You should. You should. Um, yeah or like you know at a brand activation or a panel like. We're getting free merch where you're yeah. like hey you want a t-shirt and you're like no and then you're like they're like come over here then you, next thing you know you're like found a new business partner or found somebody <laughs> like something like that like I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Any other tips you have for people? I don't know. If you come, definitely go down South Congress. South Congress has changed a lot, but oh like, my God, yeah. you got to go to Home Slice. <laughs> like, you got to go to Home Slice. That's the agenda I'm pushing. But no, I feel like South by is just one of those conferences that's unique and different from any that I've been to, like industry wise, whether you're in film, music, or creative. I feel like it's one 
whether you're industry or a creator, like it's one that you want to put on your list because you really do meet not just people nationally and like locally and regionally, but like internationally, like you'll meet so many more people like all under one roof and it's such good exposure and such good networking and it's easy networking. Like I feel like it's a lot of times at those conferences, like they have the mixers and it's awkward versus like a tough fight. Everybody's so chill and relaxed. Mm -hmm. It's like you can easily spark up a conversation with anybody. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Thank you for listening to Yeah, That's Probably an Ad, part of the Adweek Podcast Network and ACAST Creator Network. This podcast was produced by me, Al Manorino, executive produced by Chris Ahrens and John Heil, and edited by Lane McGivney at Boutwell Studios. You can listen and subscribe to all of Adweek's podcasts by visiting adweek.com slash podcasts. Stay updated on all things Adweek Podcast Network by following us on Twitter at Adweek Podcast. And if you have a question or suggestion for the show, send us an email at podcast at adweek.com. Thanks for listening.